enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about penises. Now, why would I be talking about penises? Because they're important. And so many people are wondering about lots of things about the penis. So I think it's important that we understand a few things that are important for us to know, and also maybe dispel some myths about the penis that probably aren't doing us or our relationships any good. In my practice, I see a lot of men who are concerned about their penises. So they can be concerned about the way that they they use the word perform, and they maybe don't feel that their penises are hard enough, or that they stay hard enough, or that they don't have control over when they ejaculate, or they're not able to ejaculate, or maybe they're shaped funny, or they don't feel like their size is adequate. There's many things or insecurities that men feel about their penises, and a lot of things that, again, we don't really know. So size is an important one. I think we should start just talking about size. And as it turns out, size really is not that important. Not as important as we might think it is. Now, I can understand that men might have some insecurity about their penises. It might be like some women have some insecurity about the size of their boobs. Look, at we all have things that we can feel bad about when it comes to our body, but ultimately knowing the truth and what it means and changing our relationship with our beliefs and our body is important. And, you know, penis size actually... Like I said, not very important. And according to Medical News Today, in a study that they did, approximately 85% of women report that they are satisfied with their partner's penis. But 45% of men feel that their penises are small. So it just goes to show that we often have insecurities that maybe don't mean as much as the meaning that we give them, and that is important to know. And the average size penis is about five inches long, maybe a little bit over five inches long. And a lot of men feel that their penises are too small, I think partially because the angle that they're looking at, they're looking down at their penis, and it looks smaller from that angle. And if they're used to watching porn, they're used to seeing it at a different angle. And I always like to point out that men who are in porn generally are not hired for their acting ability. And sometimes, you know, they do look for larger penises to be the star of the show. So while you might be feeling insecure, maybe you wish your penis were bigger, or maybe you even wish it were smaller, there are some men that feel that their penises are too big. The largest recorded penis is 13 and a half inches long, which is probably bigger, I'm going to say definitely bigger, than the majority, if not all, women would want to actually have sex with. But he would be considered a shower. There are showers and there are growers. So growers, they look 
like they have small penises when they're flaccid, when they're not erect, but they grow quite a bit when they get an erection. Where showers, they look large when they're flaccid, but they don't really grow that much. So, you know, we can't always tell. Another way we can't tell is by shoe size. So, you know, that story that, oh, you can tell the size of a man's penis by his shoe size. So if he's got big shoes, he's going to have a big penis. And if he's got a small shoe size, he's going to have a small penis. No truth in that one at all. So we can dispel that myth right here and now. But there is some truth to the size of the index finger. So if the index finger is a bit longer, then chances are their penis can be also a bit longer. But again, we don't want to focus on that, even though there are some women who do like a bigger penis. I think part of it is just it can be a turn on to look at, but they really are the minority of women who feel they have to have a big penis. And even those women, it really is more about the width, the girth, than it is about the length. If you're going to say what's more important, the size of the penis or the man behind the penis, most women are going to say the man behind the penis. And it's the old story, it's not the pen, but the penmanship, or it's not the size of the ship, but the motion of the ocean. There's so much truth in all of that. So it really is one of those things that we can go, okay, let's just accept whatever penis that you have, just like we all want to accept the size of our body and who we are and acceptance is always the first step to some kind of freedom. But there are more important things than size that we need to think about when it comes to the penis. So one is some men have a disease called Peyronie's. And Peyronie's is actually not very uncommon. It's certainly not rare where a man can have a curve, a significant curve in his penis. Now all penises are different shapes and some naturally curve or they angle a certain way. But if it's a significant curve or something new and it is causing some pain, you probably have Peyronie's disease or Peyronie's syndrome. And that is something that you want to get checked out by a doctor. It usually happens with some sort of aggressive sexual activity. More often than not, it's masturbation, aggressive masturbation, but it can happen with sexual injuries. It can also happen with accidents or you know, some kind of an athletic injury. And oftentimes it can go away on its own, usually between six and 15 months, but not always. So it's always good to get it checked out because there is treatment available. And it's possible that without treatment, there can be some complications. So it's always a good idea if you're noticing a significant curve or pain from this curve in your penis that you go get it checked out with your doctor and always err on the side of caution, I like to say. Now, there's something that is more serious but more uncommon, and that is a broken penis. And it's true that we can break our penis. It's not very common, only about 200 men a year that we know of. So there's no bone in the penis. So we don't break a bone, but we do break some of the tissue that it ruptures when there is aggressive Sexual activity, it often happens with a woman on top intercourse or, again, with aggressive masturbation. The difference is there is some of that tissue that gets ruptured or teared, and it is an emergency. So when that happens, you do need to seek 
immediate emergency help. And that's important to know. Again, not common, but it does happen. And you'll know it will feel painful. You will hear some kind of a snap. You will lose your erection immediately. There will probably be some swelling and some discoloration. And again, that is considered a medical emergency and you need to go to the emergency room right away. Sometimes when we are having aggressive intercourse or masturbation, it can feel like we have injured ourselves. Uh, but more often than not, it isn't an actual break or rupture. It just is an injury. And again, with those injuries, especially repeated, Peroni's disease can happen. So to know the difference between the two is important. Now, another thing most of us want to know, especially if we are a woman and we have a man partner, is what's the best way to give our partner pleasure? How do we touch his penis? How do we suck his penis? All of those important questions. And I'm going to say it depends on the man who is attached to the penis. So it is important to ask questions, to explore and discover what feels really good for your man's penis. We can say generally the glands is more sensitive than the shaft. That's the tip of the penis. And on the underneath side of the penis between the glands and the shaft, there's like this little V called the frenulum. And that is the part that's kind of like our, our clitoris or the glands of our clitoris that is the most sensitive. But again, we want to really know what gives our partner pleasure. So we can say generally men will like a firmer touch or a faster stroke, but it really depends. And knowing that there is no go-to move that works, I think it's more important to be open to learning and knowing that there are no go-to moves to be able to ask your partner and learn and communicate. And sexual communication is so important. And when we can do that, and we're free in sharing what turns us on and asking what our partner likes and not so much like what do you like, but trying different things, trying this or that, saying what feels better? Do you like this or do you like this? Asking those kind of questions is really, really important and fun. It's fun to discover new ways to turn your partner on. And I promise you there are things that you can discover that your partner doesn't even know they don't know things that you can try that they never even experienced before, which is always a nice thing when you are the person responsible for giving your partner pleasure in a way that they never did experience before. And, you know, there are some great sex toys and masturbation sleeves. I sell a lot of them at my store, and the reason why I do is because I feel that Men have the short end of the stick with sex toys, but there are so many ways that a man can play with a sex toy and that his partner can use the sex toy to enhance their sexual experience. And if you go to my website, stuffoflove.com, you will see many different masturbation sleeves to choose from. Tanga makes some incredible ones. So check those out. They're not only good for masturbation, but sometimes the partner may not be so much in the mood and doesn't want to do necessarily a lot, you're tired, 
But instead of saying no, this gives you another option that you can use one of these masturbation sleeves and it can be really fun for you and really enjoyable and pleasurable for your partner. So I am a big fan of the masturbation sleeves. And I've talked about cock rings before. Those are fun too for the man who maybe doesn't feel he is as hard as he would like or has difficulty sustaining an erection. And that's another great toy that men can use to be able to get harder or last longer. But they also make them with vibrators on them, little bullets, so she can get some extra clitoral stimulation or he can turn it around and he can get extra stimulation on his perineum, which can also enhance the experience. So many, many toys for the penis, which I have to mention because it's so important. Now, I do have some penis facts, some fun penis facts that I'm going to read to you. And by the way, I did make a video on this exact topic. And if you want to check it out, go to my YouTube channel. There is a link in the description and you can see it under penis facts where I am talking about these exact same things. So here's one. Humans have the largest penises of all primates, which is maybe not that surprising, but still kind of interesting. An adult chimpanzee has a penis that is double the size of a gorilla's, and a gorilla's penis is only two inches long. So even the gorilla is much bigger than the chimpanzee. The chimpanzee has the bigger penis. Now, another interesting penis fact is that most men have three to five erections while they sleep. Now, if you're not getting an erection while you sleep, there could be some physiological problem, which is an old test that men used to do to see if they had some kind of erectile dysfunction. And what they would do is they would put some stamps that would fit just around the width of their penis and they would you know, lick it so that it would be wrapped around there. And if they got an erection in the night, that would break the stamps open. That would be one way they could tell if they had some kind of erection difficulties and probably still would work to this day. Another way to know is, are you getting erections when you wake up in the morning? So generally men will have an erection when they wake up. And if they don't, and they're having difficulty getting erections alone or with a sexual partner, then there might be another issue, some erection difficulties that can be addressed first by seeing your doctor and then maybe by seeing a sex therapist. Sometimes they are physiological and sometimes they are psychological. And so being able to know the difference is important. So here's an interesting fun fact that only one in 400 men are flexible enough to give themselves a blowjob. But you know, many more have tried. And I'm guessing that eh, maybe the majority of men might have given it a go at some point. It would be awfully tempting. I imagine if I had a penis, I would probably try. But only one in 400. The question is, those one in 400 that are flexible enough to do it, do they? That is an interesting thought. <laughs> Now, elephants have the largest penises of any land animal. But even more interesting than that is the elephant's penis is S-shaped and is an average of six feet long. I don't even know. Like, that, that just sounds really amazing to me. Now, speaking of erection difficulties, about 30 million men have erection difficulties. Again, a lot of that might be physiological and a lot of it is also psychological or anxiety-driven. And a lot of the impetus for some of this anxiety is watching too much porn and really struggling with 
performance or trying to perform. And I have shows and videos about erection difficulties, so you can check that out if you want to get more information. Also, seeing a certified sex therapist, an ASEX certified sex therapist, is also a great way to get that help. There are things that you can do. So no reason to give up being able to have enjoyable sex with or without an erection, but being able to have the erections you want, it's possible, and pills aren't always effective. So there are other ways if you've tried pills and they haven't worked. Another interesting fact, and it's, I think, a fun one, is that there are, well, there are hundreds probably, but easily over a hundred slang terms for the word penis. We have the general ones that we all know, Johnson, Prick, Dick, um, Love Knob. There's many of them out there. And if you Google it, you'll find some really interesting names. One of the things I like to bring up with my couples is what do they call each other's genitals? And it can be really important. And I'm going to say a lot of people I see, they don't call it anything. It's just easier. They don't want to call it a penis or a vagina because it sounds so clinical and they don't necessarily, you know, want to say cock or cunt because that sounds way too porn-like. So sometimes you know, pussy is the word or, you know, dick or, or even cock, but it is oftentimes something that couples struggle with. They feel uncomfortable. Sometimes they give each other nicknames and whatever it is that you decide to call your genitals, I do think it's important to call them something and to be able to feel comfortable. Because if you're talking about sexual communication, having words to your genitals or your body parts is really important. And it can be really fun and playful, but it can also be really sexy. And finding a way to do that is important. It might be uncomfortable at first, but definitely a worthwhile endeavor. So these are just some important things to know about the penis. And there's always lots to learn. There are things that I don't even know I don't know about a penis. And if you have any comments or information that you think would be important for people to know about a penis, I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email, let me know, leave me a message at speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lori and leave me a message and I'll play it on the show. Anything you know about a penis, about your penis or comments about the things that I've talked about, I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you got some great information and I will be back next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.